tuned into the Awakening Zone Radio Network, your news and information source for empowered spiritual awakening. Welcome to Pure Presence with multidimensional communicator and visionary speaker, Susie Miller. Hello and welcome to Pure Presence All About the Kids. This show is dedicated to those children who are perceived as disordered, yet are far from that, and to the parents, professionals, and caretakers who support them. From my vantage point, it is clear that we have a population of children who meet with unique challenges in their physical experience, yet who also present with an expansive awareness beyond what is simply physical. These children possess gifts which are unique and frequently misunderstood. The intention of this show is to unravel those misunderstandings, provide an expanded awareness of just who these children are, and the energetic support needed to help balance you and them as you navigate this very new experience. The energetic support will be offered as a guided meditation during the last 30-minute segment of each episode. Parents and children can listen in together, or you can simply intend that your child receive the benefit of the information that you receive, as well as the energy work. As you will soon learn, your children are more than capable of receiving these gifts without being physically present. However, because the energy work is directed to the children, it is necessary that you provide parental permission for them to receive it. Giving permission is as simple as registering your child at www.susiemiller.com forward slash register kids. Again, that's susiemiller.com forward slash register kids. Once registered, the energy work for each episode will be directed on behalf of you and your child, and your child will remain on the list until you choose to remove them. We currently have 603 children who are participating in this work. I'd also like to remind you that if you listen to Pure Presence on Blog Talk Radio, we'd love to have you join us on the Awakening Zone. Before we begin, here's founder of the Awakening Zone, Jeff Hoppy, to share a bit about enjoying the zone. Hi, this is Jeffrey Hoppy for the Crimson Circle. Thanks for listening to today's program on the Awakening Zone, the international network for empowered human awakening. The Awakening Zone is produced and sponsored by the Crimson Circle on the web at www.crimsoncircle.com. The website is a safe space to experience your spiritual journey without membership or dues and no dogma or rules. It's a gathering place for anyone who is awakening, no matter what their background or beliefs. The Crimson Circle Library contains over 10 years of some of the most insightful and provocative spiritual information available today, with channeled messages from the popular Tobias, Atumi Lal Singh, and Adama St. Germain. Everything in the library is free. Just log in and download it in text, audio, or video formats. 
On the website, you can also find out about upcoming workshops and events, including tours to sacred and powerful sites around the world. Also, check out the store for a wide selection of home study courses and special topic channels. And finally, see if there's a Crimson Circle certified teacher in your area. They offer classes on subjects ranging from death transitions, spiritual birthing, ascension, clearing energy imbalances, and creating your own reality. With over 500 certifications worldwide, there's likely to be a Crimson Circle teacher near you. When you go to the Crimson Circle website, you'll see right away that you are not alone. There are humans all over the planet who, like you, are discovering the God within. Crimson Circle at www.crimsoncircle.com Proud sponsors of the Awakening Zone Radio Network. And now, back to today's program. And we have one more word from Tracy Smith on her new Sacred Money Archetypes class. And then I'll be right back with you to start Pure Presence All About the Kids. Awakening Zone Academy, online classes for new energy lifestyles. Hello, I'm Tracy Smith, co-founder of A Creative Space and a business coach. A Creative Space is all about helping people create lives they love, doing what they love with people they love in places they love. In the course of my work, I often find that the main obstacle people face is money. They often feel they just can't make money doing what they love. And this sent me looking for something that would help, and I found the work of Kendall Summerhawk, and in particular the Sacred Money Archetype she's created. The Sacred Money Archetypes transformed my relationship with money, and I would love to help you do the same. So I've created a special Sacred Money Archetype program exclusively for the Awakening Zone Academy. In this program, you'll discover your Sacred Money Archetypes, and this will unlock what makes you tick when it comes to money so you can stop wasting precious time and energy trying to fit yourself into a box of what you think you should do money-wise and instead empower yourself with money. The program is in three parts and starts in the Academy on the 20th of February. I look forward to you joining me. Thank you. For more information on this class, please visit Awakening Zone Academy. All right. Welcome, everybody. It's lovely to have you here for Pure Presence All About the Kids. So today I want to have a conversation with you about kind of the, I guess I'll call them the energetic climate changes that are taking place. Not only, you know, we've kind of been looking at this new neurology coming in. We've been looking at the level of consciousness that the children hold and how they've been supporting us in kind of bringing about a new neurology. But this this support that they're offering us is also very much kind of creating a new climate or an energetic climate, especially for children who are diagnosed with autism. And I say especially for them primarily because those are the children that I have the most um, interface with, both physically and multidimensionally, energetically. 
But one of the things that I have been noticing as of late is that as, you know, as we're changing, you know, we're changing, human consciousness is changing. We all have heard that forever. We're all beginning to experience that. It's taking places in our lives. Um, and at the same time, there is, we've also talked about the fact that as human consciousness begins to change, that the collective consciousness of the children and more specifically the collective consciousness of children diagnosed with autism just be, can begin to have a much easier time being here. So what I've noticed over the last month since we've had this conversation what is that many of the children are um, either with for clients um, and or some of the practitioner's children, um, people that I run into all kind, in different ways, they're speaking of kind of a frustration and irritation and agitation um, and in some cases a bit of a what a parent might consider like a regression or a setback in their children. And it's been interesting to look at this across each one of these different scenarios, each one of these different children individually, because there's a pattern playing out within all of them. And that pattern is that it's almost as as if a child as a child becomes more integrated into the physical body, they are also clearly feeling more of what is physical. And so what I've had a lot of the children have been saying hey, they, it's almost like they have an idea that in order to be fully present in the physical experience, that they somehow have to be limited by the physicality. And, you know, over and over again, as we kind of begin to have a conversation with the children, um, a multidimensional conversation, a telepathic conversation with the children, about the fact that, you know, as a humanity, we are all evolving past this idea that we are somehow limited by the physical condition. The physical condition has certain properties that we work within, but those don't necessarily have to be limitations. We talked also about the fact that, you know, with this new neurology coming through, much of what's changing for humanity and the reason why we're kind of beginning to experience ourselves as more of who we really are is because this new neurology is literally kind of unwiring the old limitations and providing a much broader spectrum of self-awareness. Um, all of the places in which we've been conditioned are kind of a little bit more fluid than they used to be. For the children, as they begin to notice that there's more fluidity here, they become to sh they begin to show up a little bit more here. They also, like I say, we're having this feeling, oh, you know, am I going to get stuck in the limitations that we all have been working within for quite some time? And and helping helping them understand that as humanity evolves and we expand beyond that, they can also come and remain beyond um, what is simply physical. And so when we do the energy work at the end of this episode today, 
this one you're going to want to save because this one's specifically for the children, specifically for this agitation, frustration, um, the um, maybe even more, they may be even more sensitive to certain bodily conditions. They might be noticing that they're um, that they're having challenges in the physical body, whereas before they may not have noticed that. They may be they may have had them, but it was almost like you were noticing it more than they were noticing it. So we're going to work specifically with them. Again, from my vantage point, you know, we've got your children are, again, very much working at a multidimensional level. They are very much working primarily at a seventh, eighth, and ninth dimension. We are still, as a humanity, you know, trying to work our way up into a fifth dimension, sixth dimensional kind of experience. And so there's a little bit of a gap between the two. And what's interesting is that many more of us are bridging that gap all the time. I mean, you, if you're listening to a radio show like this, you are one of the bridgers of that gap. And so you have this ability to have moments of experience and maybe more recently more frequent moments of experience where you are aware of your higher dimensional skill sets. And simultaneously the children are having more and more opportunities and awarenesses of being able to be that higher frequency that they are and yet be here with it. So it's kind of like a two-way street that's that's happening. And yet at the same time, just as it is somehow sometimes very frustrating for us to want to experience more of ourselves and we feel like we quote unquote can't or, you know, we're somehow limited the children also have that same level of frustration or irritation as they're trying to kind of descend at the same time that we are attempting our ascension. One of the things that's really cool, however, about this, I'll call it the space in between, the superhighway in between, is that as we begin to make that connection there, um, we, and when I say we, I mean those those of us who are kind of interested in bridging that gap or, um, yeah, can bridge that gap, something really pretty fascinating is beginning to take place. We're beginning to recognize some of the the ways in which the children actually uh, function um, from a higher dimensional standpoint. So I'll give you an example like a lot of people will say, well, you know, why doesn't my child talk? And something, you know, very, you know, it's a it's a basic desire of any parent to have their child talk. But why don't they talk? So at one level of consciousness, well, why don't they talk is they'll say, well, because they can't or because something's neurologically not right or something, whatever, the mechanism isn't working but if you go into this kind of space in between, you begin to realize that this population is communicating all the time. 
we've talked about telepathic communication, but one of the other things is is that in their telepathic communication, it's you know if you have an individual who is capable of basically reading thought, feeling the vibrational frequency, and having awareness of your emotional body, your mental body, your physical body, it's almost as if you've already asked the question and they've already responded to that question before you actually ever physically say anything. And so it's almost like what I notice in this band in between is that in connecting with the children, it's as if there is a loop frequency that is happening so quickly that, like I say, we're just getting to the place where we're voicing something. We've 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 made it uh, manifest as an articulation. They've already worked it out, figured it out, and are responding to it. And then we're sitting there going, well, why aren't you answering me? Why aren't you answering me? Or why aren't you paying attention? And the kids are saying, not only am I paying attention, but I've already started to unwind and unwire that particular issue that you were getting ready to talk about anyway. And so it's like it's happening so quickly. Also, you'll hear parents will say, well, why does my child only want to sit by himself? And he's, you know, not motivated to kind of move into different rooms or to experience different experiences. He doesn't necessarily want to go out with the family. Again, from that multidimensional perspective, this this individual, this, this child is everywhere. His consciousness is everywhere. If you walk out the door and go to work, he went with you. You know, there... Th- the consciousness, because in that level of awareness, he is in no way limited by the physical body. And it's another reason why the kids are a little bit, um, have a little bit of trepidation about coming into the physical body or fully anchoring, because there's such a consciousness, such a collective consciousness. If we anchor into the body, then we're going to be limited like you all are, you know, like everybody else is. But so going back to, you know, you leave the house, your child goes with you. Or an, we can say an aspect of your child goes with you, but that's not really accurate. The, the child goes with you. The, 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 the child goes with you. The physicality doesn't, but the essence of that child goes with you. And so, again, what motivates an individual who can be in all places in all spaces to want to experience something? Um, and, And many times what we're asking of the children is we're asking something fairly juvenile of them. It's kind of like when we, when we see a baby in that, small, beautiful, cuddly, you know, lovely little form. But we assume that because of that small, lovely, cuddly form, that that, that that individual is unable to understand, um, you know, what we have to share. And we also presume that understanding 
has something to do with cognitive function, that understanding means that they have to, you know, hear your words, they have to process those words with the left brain, they have to give you back some information about what they understood so that we understand that they have comprehension of that. But again, we're talking about a brand new level of consciousness. We're talking about a brand new and very um, unique to us dimensional experience. So if we are truly evolving as a human species, as we are uh, kind of being untethered from the limitations of our physicality, doesn't it make sense that we might be actually living among a population of individuals who are already experiencing that kind of awareness and that that population is actually day in, day out trying to help us get it, but because up until now so many of us have been so hell-bent on no, you know, it has to be this way. No, this is the this is the... This is the limitations or this is the box in which human communication functions in. So this is the box that we expect this brand new population of children to function in. So so you can imagine that there might be a little bit of frustration. You can imagine that there might be a little bit of of irritation. And and even the frustration and the irritation from what I can tell anyway, it doesn't so much happen when the children um, kind of stay up and out of themselves, so to speak. The frustration and the irritation really begins to happen as they become a little bit more anchored into the physical body. Not a bad thing, right? You know, it's as far as I can tell, the more of these individuals who are who are integrated right down into the physical experience, the better off humanity is because as they integrate, they also bring those frequencies with them. They bring that consciousness with them. They bring an awareness with them that humanity hasn't really been willing to or able to participate in up until this time. So we've got a whole lot of really cool things going on right now. We've got a level of the collective consciousness of the children supporting a brand new human neurology. We have a brand new human neurology that is allowing us to move outside of our current limitations. As we move outside of our current limitations, we also move outside of the confines of being limited by the physical body. And so if we're not limited by the physical body, if we also um, are capable of communicating beyond time and space, if we too are capable of bilocation, if we too are capable of, of accessing a variety of levels of consciousness and actually using that for the benefit of the physical experience, then, you know, maybe that is a shift in consciousness. Maybe that is our evolution. And maybe having these two populations 
that are coexisting on this planet right now is really all about that. What's also so exciting to me is, and I know I've you know said that you know parents, professionals who work with these kids all the time, I know you've heard me say that you've really chosen to fast track yourself, you know, in your own. I'd say evolution, but the fact is, is that we we are and have always been all of this. We have simply been conditioned for a really long time, you know, so conditioned that it's really embedded that we're not divine. So we began to believe it somewhere along the lines. You know, the kids are really here to help us remember what we've always been, and they're here to to demonstrate what we've always been. And one of the things that's really fascinating is, you know, you you have heard all kinds of people in your life tell you that you were the crazy ones because you think your kids are are gifted or you think your kids are unique or extraordinary. You have a whole population of people who are telling you that, you know, no, there's something, quote, unquote, wrong with them, and there's probably something wrong with you, too, because you think something's right with them. But part of the reason why you know, why you so clearly understand that something is very right with this population, maybe we don't understand all the nuances of it yet, but, you know, you all are those bridges. You are the ones that are capable of seeing this. You all are the ones that are kind of have taken that evolutionary leap, you know, as a bit of a precursor to the rest of humanity uh, choosing or not choosing to take that leap. But so what would happen if we could meet in that space in between? What would What would happen if if verbal communication was not the end-all, be-all. You know, what would happen if there was a potential impossibility to be able to um, experience oneself from a lighter dimensional range, to have the skill sets that belong to that lighter dimensional range, and to still remain physical. You're in the physical body, but you have these skill sets. That's basically what we're asking of the children, you know, or basically what we're asking of the children. I think the majority of humanity is probably asking the children, please come here, please be in our limitation, please function the way we function so that we can feel better about the fact that we function in limitation. <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't think that's what we want for for our children. At the same time, you know, to support the physicality the way we can support the physicality, absolutely. But But this opportunity to be in the space in between, this opportunity to begin to ask the children, you know, what do they know? How do they function? Can you, as their parent, caregiver, educator, can you experience their world 
can they teach you about that? And what I'll guarantee is that as you begin to ask for that consciously, you'll begin to have more and more of those kinds of experiences. You'll also, interestingly enough, reduce their level of stress, anxiety, frustration, and probably reduce yours as well because you as the parent, as the kind of bridger of these two worlds, you're also kind of beating your head up against a wall every now and again, you know, maybe literally or metaphorically or literally. And part of the reason that you're doing that is you know there's something inside of you that you know that there are skill sets that are natural to the human condition that are not being expressed. And the only reason they're not being expressed is because of the conditioning. So if we let go of that conditioning and if we allow ourselves to begin to ask the children what they know and we begin to ask the children, you know, how do we how can we function a little closer to the way you function? So, you know, for instance, you know, you think about kids too. They Think about the elements, the wind, the rain, the, you know, all of these expressions, they are in communion and communication with those elements. We see those elements as separate from ourselves. And so we have a tendency to, um, you know, to try to control those elements. A child diagnosed with autism or somebody who has that level of energetic information they're not trying to control that. They are they are more fluidly being one with it. And when we look at it through the eyes of um, the current consciousness of humanity, we think, "Wow, that looks really weird." You know why? You know why are they doing that? That's quote unquote wrong. But when you meet them in that space in between, there is nothing wrong about that. There is. Can it can it be irritating? Can it be frustrating? You know, they get stuck in perseverations or those kinds of things. Absolutely. But but what happens if we actually go into that space in between? Could it be that perseveration might be a, an attempt to to really get our attention? So much so that it was like, you know, you just want to yell sometimes. It's like, oh, come on, stop that. That's enough already. But if it's an opportunity to to really get our attention, if it's, if it's an opportunity to ask a question, what the heck is that? Not what do I think it is, but what is it really? What is perseveration? What what are these behaviors that are taking place? All of a sudden, when we truly ask that question from a place of being willing to be the answer to that question or be the experience of the answer to that question versus, you know, just automatically kind of asking the question and then going into, you know, our preconceived ideas about what all of these physical characteristics are about. If we'll ask the question and simply go to that space in between, 
there's a possibility and potential that you will be exhibiting very quickly, especially right now, very quickly, some of these skill sets that are very natural to the to a higher vibrational human, you know? And this opportunity right now, it's like I'm so excited about this because you know, we've been talking about this new neurology for a while now, and we're getting ready to have um, the Ostomism certification practitioners, or m- many of us are meeting in Colorado at the end of March um, in kind of conjunction with the collective consciousness of the children to really kind of bring about or support in any way we can this kind of bridge, this two-way street, um, making that that bridge between that level of consciousness, the collective consciousness of the children and humanity's consciousness, kind of so paved, so smooth, that it's a really nice place to hang out. It's a really um, beautiful place to meet these children, to learn from these children, to begin to change um, some of the limitations that have been... um, really kind of almost in concrete for so many of us. So it's a really amazing time right now, and also that the amazing time to be able to experience yourselves in ways that you may never have experienced yourself before. I mean, we all have these skill sets. We all have these capacities. They are who we are. We've just been limited um, or limited ourselves in this conditioning. And I really have a feeling that that's all about to change. So noticing what you notice over this next month will be really exciting as well, just to see what's available. And when we start asking ourselves these questions, man, the whole universe comes about trying to um, give us the experiences not the words, but give us the experiences that would answer those questions. So today, um, as I said, what I would love to do is I'd like to have this session be specifically to eliminate some of the anxiety, frustration, uh, energy around the children and in doing so, it probably will have a nice impact on on you as well. Because again, we can't, this is a population that functions from oneness through and through. And so nothing is done there that doesn't benefit the all. And so noticing what you notice about your own frustration, uh, anxiety, those kinds of experiences over the next month as well. So let's see where we can go today, all right? Oh, so nice inhale and exhale, everybody. It's like sometimes it can feel like it's uh, confusing or sometimes I can almost hear the question, well, how do I get into the space in between? Well, how do I, how do I, it's not a how, you are it. 
So simply simply state that as your intention. I'd like to spend some time in the space in between. I'd like to spend some time with the level of consciousness that my child actually exhibits day in and day out. And you will, and then go about your day, go about your life, do whatever it is you do, but then notice that you're going to have moments where you think, huh, did I did I just hear that communication from my child? Did I just feel the presence of my child or someone else or something else in my space with me? Did I... Did I know exactly where that person was at that I was having coffee or tea with without ever having a real conversation with them about it? You know, expanding upon that and expanding upon that, you know, what else is possible there. So anyway, so nice inhale and exhale, everybody. And we're going to invite the collective consciousness of this 603 children who make up this energy and co-create with this energy. We're just going to invite them to come in really close. And we're going to invite ourselves to just notice the energy So some of you may feel that energy of this collective consciousness almost as a higher-pitched sound or a vibrational frequency that hums a little bit uh, faster than what you might be used to, calling this collective consciousness in to become really nice and close also might have a little bit of a, provide a visceral kind of experience in your physical bodies. It might feel like you're amped up just a little bit. And if that's the case, just allow yourself to breathe, breathing into that space. And as you breathe into that space, it's almost like create the space from the body of being much bigger. So wherever your core is, let's do this first, wherever your core is, I said go to the core of your body and expand and expand. And let your body, your body's still there. You can still feel your body sitting or lying down somewhere. You can still feel the weight of your arms or your hands on your legs or your chest. But at the same time, you're noticing that you're beyond the body. That the body's inside you versus you being inside the body. This is a dynamic that makes it really easy for the collective consciousness of the children. It's like you're showing them that you know. You, capital Y, you, are the vastness of your being, the expansion 
of your being, the physical body, is a consciousness that works within that beingness. Okay. And so as you all expand and keep expanding, we'll go right back to the collective consciousness of the children. So there's a bit of a... um, there's a bit of a frenetic kind of energy. So what this looks like, the collective consciousness of the children is showing me at this point, is you know, if something was attempting to come to ease its way downward, so to speak, metaphorically. So it's it's this energy is attempting to ease its way in, ease its way down, and and it's hitting different rough spots. It's hitting different places where it almost has to move to the left or move to the right in order to slide into place. Or it has to, you know, completely back up and kind of get some speed to it and then come down through. It's almost like it's trying to push down through um, with with power. Um, and some of you may actually be feeling that power as your children begin to attempt to show up more and more and are attempting to break through some of the last bits of conditioning or maybe the hard and fast conditioning that we have experienced in the past. So we're going to, again, allow yourselves to to just expand. Allow yourselves to soften. Allow yourselves to not try so hard. Allow yourselves a little joy. There you go. All right. So as you expand in this, as you simply intend a little bit of joy, a little bit of ease, a little bit of grace, comfort, bigness, vastness, this energy of the collective consciousness of the children gets really, really close. It gets so close that you might even hear a word. You might feel a presence. And just allow it to be. have a little conversation there with them right in this kind of space in between so there's a bit of a change in frequency okay So whether you want to consider this a shift in neurology, a shift in the general frequency that you are, if you would allow yourself, or if you feel comfortable giving yourself permission to simply be open and receptive, it's almost like they'd like to plug in to you in a brand new way. They'd like to love you from a new space and place. 
be present with you from a new place and space. And it's really just a matter of being open to receive that without any preconceived ideas about what that has to look like. It's like you're saying you're up for the experience and you'll let the experience inform you about what that means versus having somebody tell you what that means. So now it's looking as if, you know, all of these kind of barbs or these trajectories that were coming up out of your consciousness, they're starting to settle down. They're starting to, so it's as the kids are coming the other way, it's like they don't have, they can get really, really close. They can start smoothing off those rough edges, if you will. And in doing so, their, their stressors begin to decrease their frenetic kind of energy starts to decrease. Some of that frenetic energy had more to do with kind of amping up a frequency really, really fast to try to to literally try to drill through something. It's like getting a drill going so fast that it'll bore a hole right through a limitation. And it kind of manifests as this kind of almost manic or frenetic, chaotic kind of energy. So if they don't have to do that, because all of that energy is kind of subsided, then they can come in really nice and close. It's almost like watching them now bathe that energy, bathe that level of consciousness, your consciousness, with potentials and possibilities, with opportunities, with the same opportunities that are available in higher dimensional experiences, the same levels of opportunity that are available within that space in between. And again, not to be predefined, not, oh, well, I know what that's going to look like, Oh, well, when I do this, I'll have that. Not so much about that. It's more about this willingness to merge these energies, to allow this energy to be present within you, to allow it to be activated within you. So again, it can inform you of your mastery. It can inform you about who you are without limitations. Right? So watching a lot of children here, literally kind of almost in physical form, it's like almost twisting into our level of consciousness, igniting, And there's both an an excitement 
and a stillness for them as you're willing to receive. Again, expand, expand, expand. Your body's still there. Beautiful vehicle that it is. There you go. So some of you have had some fairly significant stressors within the physical body. Just being who you are and doing what you do. So also allowing, you know, we we think that that these children have so much of the physical symptomology that they have for one reason. But what if as we allowed some of those, what if as we allowed the collective consciousness of the children to shift the frequency of our digestive tracts, of our hearts, of our circulatory systems, of our neurology, What if as that was being regenerated within us, is it possible that they would begin to mirror that? Is it possible that they would begin to reflect that physical health and well-being as well? Right? So as you move a little bit further, it's like you're expanding and at the same time you're aware of the physical body, placing your attention maybe on your central nervous system, maybe on your gut, maybe on your brain, wherever and anywhere and anywheres that it feels appropriate. And again, just allowing this frequency, the frequency of the collective consciousness of the children to just bathe that energy. And allow them to receive the benefit of that frequency match. Inhale and exhale. All the way down into the organs. Let it, the energy do whatever it would like to do. Let it move in you the way it uniquely should move in you or can move in you. There you go. There you go. Sink into it. Let them sink into you. Let that consciousness. Be one with you. 
There we go. Now we have a pattern of clarity. We have a pattern of simplicity, a pattern of coherence. Right from that collective consciousness of the children through the space in between and even into the physical domain like creating a brand new playing field and this is a great place to go back to a great place to go to sitting noticing the body expanding from the body receiving the consciousness that the collective consciousness of the children and or your individual child is willing to to offer you. No physical child needs to be present. Just giving yourself the opportunity to kind of commingle with that energy. Allow it to reveal to you what it does. Both for you and for your children. Okay, that the Sasemate Okokomuyete Okay, let's hold this. Adding a little coherence to this space right here so you can go back to it with ease. a little bit during this experience, just allow yourself to be right here, right now. Maybe notice your body a little bit more. And as you notice your body a little bit more, notice the breath moving through the body. Maybe notice your heartbeat as well. So that heartbeat that may have been even a little anxious within you, it may be in a little different pace now. So just notice it. And then allow your breath to start moving throughout the body taking that inhale and exhale it down through your limbs, that inhale and exhale it through your trunk, inhale and exhale it out through your head, and begin to move your arms and legs, wiggle your fingers and toes, shrug your shoulders, 
Rotate your neck. There you go. Now find three nice deep inhalations and exhalations. And on the third exhale, breathe your eyes open. Okay, breathing your eyes open. And sitting there quietly for a moment with your eyes open. This is not a question to be answered cognitively, but maybe just a question to pose to yourselves. What do you know now that you didn't know before? What have you remembered? What are you aware of? What information do you have that you did not have before the kind of commingling of these energies? And what do your children know now that they didn't know before you were willing to show them being expansive and being in the physical body. What do they know now that they didn't know? What's available that wasn't available? There you go. Noticing what you notice. Nice deep breath. Beautiful. So over the next month, really great idea, like I said, to sit in this energy. Just call, if you don't have time to sit in it, call it forth. Just simply go right back to it. Let's go right back to that space of of the space in between go right back to the space of what the collective consciousness of the children has to offer. Let it reveal what it can reveal about you, about who you really are. There we go. Thank you for sharing this time with me. I hope this episode was helpful in bringing a greater sense of calm and purpose to your lives as guardians of these amazing children. You, like your children, are playing a significant role in human evolution, and your conscious participation in this role, body, mind, and spirit, makes life not only much richer for you and your families, but for all of us. You have not chosen an easy role, but you've chosen one that holds amazing potential and possibilities. When humanity understands who your children really are and what they are here to offer, we will be blessed with not only seeing them, but the deeper truth of who we are as well. If you would like additional information about the children and support in your connection to them, please visit my website at suzymiller.com. That's S-U-Z-Y-M-I-L-L-E-R. There you will find articles, videos, books, and details for future upcoming Awesomeism certification processes. 
Our next certification process course will begin on April 7th, so please contact me for a free 20-minute consult if this process is of interest to you. In 2015, OSEP 1 will, be, will begin to be offered by Level 3 practitioners while I continue to work on Level 2 and 3. The next Autism Healing Intention Program will begin in June. Coming up next on the Awakening Zone at 1 p.m. Central Daylight Time is Miriam Knight. Miriam will be with filmmaker Grant Peely, director of Stand By Me. If you haven't heard the story of this film, you'll want to tune in. It's a very moving story. Thank you, everybody, for making it today. And until next time on Pure Presence, all about the kids, many, many blessings. and inspiration for our evolving consciousness.